or Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 607, good morning. It is 21 degrees in downtown Boise, as you heard. Uh, we've got uh, some weather coming into the uh, Treasure Valley beginning uh, tomorrow morning into, uh, I guess it'll be later today into tomorrow morning. So just be aware, probably driving home this afternoon and driving into work tomorrow morning could be causing some problems. Another reason why you like to uh, keep it locked in right here to News Talk KBOI so that we can keep you updated. It's going to take you a little extra longer to uh, get to work. As we start the show today, uh, breaking news uh, just came out that Brittany Griner has been freed from Russia penal colony where she had been uh, at. Uh, don't have a lot of information because, like I said, this is just literally coming out as of right now. But apparently she's been freed as uh, part of a prisoner swap. And the Russian arms dealer that they were talking about for probably the last six months, uh, I, it looks like that that is going to be the swap, the Russian arms dealer for the American basketball player. Good, because there are a lot of places that really want to buy some arms, and they de- need more arms dealers. Yeah. I get is, uh, if you want to weigh in on this this morning, by the way, our phone lines are open at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. I get this, as, as a parent or a relative or somebody, would be like, no, we could need to do everything and anything we can to uh, get, get her home so that she can get back playing in the uh, WNBA again. However, you're basically letting loose an international terrorist who was in prison yeah. Or, what was it, 25 years yeah, it's, or it's, more? it's not exactly equal. Yeah, it's not an equal exchange. But, like I said, I, I get it. If, if you're a family member, um, a fan of the WNBA or Brittany Kreiner, you're probably going, this is great news. You know, we got her back. Somebody who was in prison. And, by the way, I don't agree with any way, shape, or form that she was supposed to be in prison for, what was it, eight or nine years for finding... A very small yeah. amount of uh, leftover. It wasn't even, you know, in a bag or anything, in, in uh, a pipe. Leftover hashish oil in a pipe. I mean, it was something she wasn't supposed to have in Russia, obviously. But it just feels like it's, you know, no matter where, it, it's more of a misdemeanor type thing because it wasn't like she was a drug dealer. No. I mean, she it, she it, had some vaping product. Getting that many years, you want, you do wonder how much of it is political. You know what I mean? You also wonder, you know, why why Russia was so agreeable to getting a, an international arms dealer released. Yeah. What what will this person have to do for Russia now? It's like, all right, we got you released. We need uh, some missiles. Um, go to work. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. It's just weird. It's like, you know. <laughs> If you if you get your arms dealer released, there's got to be some something attached to it. Yeah, you know, quid pro quid pro quo. I don't know if Russia has that or not. I I don't, I don't either. I mean, it's it, it it is a weird combination. I mean, it's it's good it's good that she's coming back. I'm always amazed when I see her, simply because she's what she's like a she's a woman, but she's like six foot eight. So, yeah. And, uh, I mean, she almost looks like she could play in the NBA, not well, just the WNBA. And they just had her walking through, and they had her walking through um, 
an area as a, a, I don't know if this is an old video that they were showing or what, but they had her uh, walking into through cages and stuff like that, and she's having to duck to walk through the doorways to get through. So yeah, she's she's pretty darn tall. Anyway, Brittany Griner. Um, I'm sure we'll have updates here uh, with ABC News at the top of the hour um, as right. far as to uh, some of the uh, specifics of it. Uh, Biden supposedly supposed to speak on Griner's release from Russia coming up here later this morning. But that is some of your breaking news here for you. Uh, coming up uh, a little bit later this morning, another thing we'll be talking about uh, is that uh, Congressman Russ Fulcher is uh, going to be with us. Uh, a couple of new bills to uh, talk about. One of them has to do with uh, the House passing, which Congressman is in, uh, passing a uh, bill yesterday, uh, or day before yesterday, rather, that would uh, allow an avenue for illegals who have served in the military to become U.S. citizens. Uh, changing some of the rules on that. So, right now, there are some ways for illegals who have served in the military to be able to get U.S. citizenship just because they've served in the military. But there are going to be some changes to some of those laws. We'll find out from Congressman Russ Fulcher. Number one, I, I would be willing to bet he probably did not vote on this because not all Republicans yeah, we, did. We, we just kind of assumed that... Uh no. Yeah, and a lot of Republicans did have a problem with some of the uh, portions um, of the bill that it you know doesn't protect against bad actors possibly being in the military just to be able to get in to the country. There were amendments uh, that were voted down by, by Democrats, but we'll find a little bit more on that. Uh, also yesterday, uh, breaking news, um, military COVID-19 vaccine mandate has been uh, repealed in a defense bill compromise over eight thousand military members have been dismissed basically fired yeah uh, from the military because they refused to get a covid vaccine and part of the vaccines the 20 some different vaccines that you're required if you enter the military to have was a covid 19 vaccine plus all the boosters and because I, i think this all has to do with the same thing there's a lack of military people uh, their lack of a goal of hitting about 10,000 military personnel. They, have, they set a goal for new recruits every year, um, and they came about 10,000 people short of that this year across all military. Plus, you have the people who are resigning from the military and people who got kicked out because they didn't receive right, right. their COVID vaccines. So it, it's been a little bit of a problem. So as part of the must-passed defense bill, Um, They came to a compromise that uh, basically says that uh, those people who don't want to have a COVID vaccine shot don't have to to in the future. Now, I don't believe this will take care of people who have been kicked out. So Mm -hmm. if you've been kicked out in the military before this particular bill has passed, it's not just going to open the door for you and all of a sudden you're going to be able to go Uh, back in in your same rank and everything. saw a couple of articles yesterday that were about uh, the new strains of uh, COVID, and apparently there are three of them that are making a huge comeback right now. Yeah. And in fact, they were starting to say that uh, uh, 
at least they, whoever they were, recommended that people start wearing masks again. And I thought, yeah, that'll go over well. <laughs> that ain't happening. I know Washington uh, is seeing a big uptick. We knew China, of course, yeah. because of their lockdowns, saw a huge uptick. And uh, it's even becoming more, I believe, Ada and Canyon County now have officially been put back into the red because of the increase in the amount of COVID uh, cases. Uh, hospitals are filling up, not just because of COVID, but right now, R, was it R, RSV, respiratory, right. uh, whatever, yeah, I'm not virus, entirely sure, RSV, yeah. the flu, and COVID are all going around all at the same time, which is uh, becoming problematic for hospitals because more and more people are going into hospitals as of right now. The uh, Dow is up uh, 94 points hey, ahead hey, of hey. the opening here, uh, about an hour from right now. Great start. Um, Let's go up 3,000 today. Come on. Come on. Come on. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Um, KBY News Time is 6.15. Let's get our first check on what's going on with sports this morning. Rick Worthington is out, so Chris and I will be filling in uh, mm-hmm. on your sports updates throughout the morning. The sports update brought to you by our new sponsor, Pork Belly in CUNA, the place to go every day. Now, they're not open yet, but they will be open in 45 minutes. They're open seven days a week from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. for the best breakfast and lunch you're going to find anywhere. If you've never been to Pork Bellies, get in today. Find out what everybody's talking about. Let's start with college football. They are announcing all the postseason awards right now. And the CBS Sports 24-7 Sports All-America team was named on Wednesday. Boise State had no players named. Uh... They named a first and a second team. No Boise State players on it. In fact, for the 2022 season, there was not a single player from the Mountain West Conference who received recognition. Hmm. I'm not even sure they remembered there was a Mountain West Conference. <laughs> they also, the same group, released their uh, annual expectation list of bowl games ranked from first to worst. There are 41 games coming up in the next uh, few weeks. Ranked dead last is the first responder bowl which features from the Mountain West Conference, Utah State, against Memphis. Didn't we play in that, or we're supposed to play in that, and ended yeah. up because of weather getting canceled? Uh, the Frisco Bowl, featuring our own Boise State against North Texas. That one's only ranked number 36 of 41. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl, the one we can attend without flying to it, is uh, Eastern Michigan and San Jose State. That one is only ranked number 30. Uh, the number one game, that's the Peach Bowl, which is uh, number one Georgia against number four Ohio State, and the winner goes on to the championship. I saw that the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl was uh, ranked number eighth. With Fresno State? Yeah, uh, Washington State and Fresno State, which um, I think is going to be a good game, number one. Um, number two, the other great thing about the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl is Jimmy Kimmel talks about you. That, that's the part that yeah. sucked that Boise State didn't get in because um, he talks a lot uh, about it because it's his namesake bowl. And, and now he's he talking paying, about Fresno State. I thought he was paying for that. Did you know they just gave that to him for free? I did not know that. I did not know that either. I, thought, I always wondered why Jamie Farr had his own women's golf tournament. <laughs> I think he actually paid for that. Who knows? Uh, who knows? KBY News Time is 617. Uh, stick around. Still on the way for you. Another update on the Moscow killings from the uh, police department. They're looking for your help, looking for a vehicle. We'll tell you about that coming up. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
624. Good morning. I'm Mike Casper. He's Chris Walton. Phone lines open 208 336 pounds 670 on your Verizon Wireless. You can always take part in our show uh, that way, or you can email us, chris at kby.com, mm-hmm. mike at kby.com. You can also uh, get through by texting, same as our main number. Stick around. Don't forget, coming up here, uh, final chance for you to uh, see some great stand-up comedy. Bill Burr is in town today. He will be at the Ford Idaho Center for a show tonight. Um, I was reading uh, information for those of you who uh, went to uh, Kevin Hart um, and are going to another comedy show. A lot of people do that because they just love comedy, and these are two of the top touring comics. Um, If you remember, you uh, had your phone taken away from you or the uh, allowed use of your phone during the show. Same thing is going to be happening for Bill Burr. So apparently this must be a new thing for comics so that people don't get their jokes and video them and then post them online so everybody already knows all the funny stuff in the uh, show. Yeah, good point. I get, I get it. I totally get it because it's a little bit I mean, different. If you, than, to, if you go to a, uh, a music concert, there are certain songs you're expecting. If, you've, uh, if you are a big fan of the group, you know all their songs. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if you go to a comedy concert, you always expect something brand new. A little bit different. With, with the exception of when Gallagher was touring. So <laughs> um, uh, so with uh, all the new technology, that's one of the technologies that they're able to do. Lock up your phone for you so that it's not able to be used. So just know the, to either leave your car in your vehicle or at home, or um, if you take it with you. You mean your phone. Or your phone, sorry. Um, or if you take it with you uh, into the show, it's not going to be allowed to uh, be used uh, tonight but we do have another pair of tickets uh be listening in sometime in the nine o'clock hour that'll be your final chance to get your tickets coming up once again this morning uh our phone number 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless if you want to lock that in for your chance to get those tickets to see bill burr live tonight at the ford idaho center Broadcasting from the Empire Title studios we are news talk kboi Thursday morning, we are underway uh, with the show, and uh, thank you for listening. Keep in mind, you can be a part of the show always by calling us, 1-800-529-5264. That's toll-free from wherever you might be listening this morning, across the country, across the world, and also email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. You might be listening online somewhere. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Today is Thursday. Coming up. Tomorrow morning, uh, don't forget, we've got another KBOI sweet deal of the week all set and ready to go for you. Um, Idaho Enhanced Academy, private firearm training and tutoring classes uh, will be up for grabs. Classes are available weekdays from uh, Premier Enhanced CWP Training here, right here in the Treasure Valley. Enhanced Academy is uh, something for everybody, including the novice through the experienced shooter. Tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, you want to take advantage of this, go to KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deals link, and you'll be able to get this $125 value, half-price deal, yeah. $62.50 available tomorrow morning. You can either think of it uh, as yourself getting a half-price deal on the training, or you and a loved one or somebody can go together and get the training and just pay for one person. Might be a uh, good idea if you have somebody that you're purchasing a firearm four for the holiday season this would uh, add to that stocking stuffer i would just make them open up the uh, gun first because this would if you put this in their stocking and they open their stocking first this is probably going to give it away so i'd let i'd have them open their gift first before you gave them the training yeah i mean <laughs> because if they don't have a gun and why do i need the, this yeah, exactly <laughs> D- depending 
depending on how it's shaped, it would look weird in the stocking anyway. Uh, make sure you uh, go to KBOI.com, click on that Sweet Deal link. By the way, you don't have to wait for Sweet Deals uh, till tomorrow morning at 9. There are Sweet Deals available right now that you can take advantage of. Some of them are going fast. Wireless earbuds, $13. We've got 16-feet LED Christmas lights. So if you're in the need of Christmas lights, this is a great deal, $13. Bucks. Um, free shipping on all that, by the way. Handheld game console. This is the one that I like. 400 built-in games in this handheld, uh, handheld game console. Super Mario. Tetris, other classic games that they have. That's only fourteen dollars, but there's the ones, less, less the ones, than hundred left. The ones that people our age know the rules of. Yes, and and actually know how to play. Yeah, well, um, sort of. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and get that uh, retro gaming. You also have the uh, retro gaming console available too. That is loaded with six hundred. Preloaded with six hundred classic games, uh, old school video games, and that is uh, only. $20. Those are some of the sweet deals you can get right now. If you want to take advantage, do some Christmas shopping, go to KBOI.com, click on Sweet Deals link. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Told you earlier this morning about breaking news. Brittany Griner, WNBA player who was being held in a penal colony in Russia, has been uh, released this morning. Uh, President Joe Biden is uh, giving an address, talking about it as of right now. Um, let's go ahead and join that uh, in progress, see what he has to say about the uh, prisoner swap. Bring home every American who continues to endure such an injustice. We also want to prevent any more American families from suffering this pain and separation. And I strongly urge, I strongly urge all Americans to take precautions, including reviewing the State Department's travel advisories before they travel overseas, which now includes warnings about the risk of being wrongfully detained by a foreign government. Make no mistake about it, this work is not easy. Negotiations are always difficult. There are never any guarantees. But it's my job as President of the United States to make the hard calls and protect American citizens everywhere in the world anywhere in the world. And I'm proud that today we have made one more family whole again. So welcome home, Brittany. And now I'd like to uh, uh, invite Sherelle to say a few words to you all. Of course, she's not excited at all about this. Sherelle, it's all yours, kiddo. Congratulations Thank again. You. Thank you. <sighs> so over the last nine months, you all have been um, so privy to one of the darkest moments of my life. And so today I'm just standing here um, overwhelmed with emotions, but the most important emotion that I have right now is just sincere gratitude um, for President Biden and his entire administration. Um, he just mentioned this work is not easy and it has not been. There's been so many hands involved. And so I'd like to take a moment to just specifically mention a few. Uh, Vice President Harris, Secretary Blinken, Jake Sullivan, Joss Geltzer from the National Security Council, Roger Cartson and Fletcher Schoen from the Hostage Envoys Office. Um, a special thank you to Governor Richardson and Mickey, um, the Mercury Players, the WNBPA for your advocacy. And also, um, you guys may not know this, but um, my family has been 
tremendously supported by the Washington um, agency, BG's agent, um, Lindsay Colas, has just been amazing for me and my family throughout this process. So um, today my family is whole, but as you all are aware, there's so many other families who are not whole. And so BG's not here to say this, but I will gladly speak on her behalf and say that BG and I will remain committed to the work of getting every American home, including Paul, whose family is in our hearts today as we celebrate BG being home. We do understand that there are still people out here who are enduring what I endured the last nine months of missing tremendously their loved ones. So thank you everybody for your support. Um, and today it's just a happy day for me and my family. So um, I'm gonna smile right now. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you all very much. President Biden announcing the release from Russia of Brittany Griner, the WNBA and Olympic basketball star who the president said had been held unjustly by the Russians. Biden stood with Griner's wife and Vice President Harris as he said she's safe, she's on a plane, she's on her way home. And Griner's wife, Sherelle, said she is... That is the uh, latest update. Like I said, that's breaking news uh, earlier this morning. Just as we were coming on air, WNBA star Brittany Griner released from a Russian penal colony uh, this morning, coming home to the United States on a one-for-one prisoner swap, which is interesting because uh, a few months ago, um, this was uh, offered up by the United States as a two-for-one prisoner swap. Yeah. So and they turned it down. Uh, yeah. So and so now they take this one. They take this one, and uh, she'll be home probably uh, sometime later today. Uh, family is asking for privacy and time for her to heal. Uh, I don't know if she's going to get that because everybody, as she comes back, is uh, going to want to talk to her. Yeah. Well, undoubtedly. Yeah. So I don't, probably, I don't uh, think she's going to get the privacy she was she was hoping for. I don't know how much she likes to do interviews, but she may end up on you know every television morning show. Um, it was interesting, and I hope everybody took that to heart. That if you are traveling out of the country, it is up to you to research that country's rules and laws and to know them, and not use. Well, I didn't know this was illegal. Once you yeah. get there, because. That's never going to work when you uh, break a law in another country. It won't work here in the United States either if uh, other that, people are coming here. Yeah, and not, not that well. Actually. I don't know why this was illegal in the United States. It's okay in my country. So very important if you happen to be uh, traveling. I don't care if that's Mexico, Canada, you know, Canada especially, a lot of the same laws that we have, but there are some differing laws in the state of Canada. Um, you may think that you have Second Amendment rights in Canada. Uh, you don't. Um, there is no Second Amendment in Canada. so well, People in Canada have guns. They just don't have every kind of gun. You're not allowed to take it across the border from the United States just because you have you know, a concealed carry permit here in the United States. Right. Not allowed to take it over the border. So keep that in mind. That's the latest update here for you. Still on the way for you. We are going to get to your update. Moscow police are seeking uh, the public's health. Uh, help in uh, something that they're looking for, a vehicle that they're looking for. Um, I don't know if this is a, a big break in the case or not, but uh, they are in search of that. We'll get to that update, and the latest update, um, as the police resources are shifting and uh, the investigation of the U of I killings extended into their fourth week. I, I had no idea, and we'll share this coming up, how many um, police resources, how many people have been involved in this, both the Moscow Police Department, um, the Idaho State Police, and FBI. Wow. 
Um, there's a lot of people that have been taking place on this for the last four weeks. But we'll get to that update coming up here after the top of the hour. KBY News Time 648. Night at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.07, headed into the uh, new hour here this morning with our phone lines open. If you want to uh, take part, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. As we told you, breaking news a little bit earlier this morning, Brittany Griner has been freed as part of a prisoner swap with uh, we Russia. We, uh, we didn't have any advance notice on that either. Yeah. Just all of a sudden, hey, she's been released. And literally just broke uh, here about an hour ago. We heard from uh, President Biden <coughs> about everything that went into uh, getting the uh, release of Griner, and she will be home sometime later today. It was a one-for-one prisoner swap. It's weird that it took this long. Yeah, I mean, the prisoner swap was offered, what, four months ago by the United States? And as you pointed out earlier, we offered them a two-for-one and eventually settled on a one-for-one. We don't want that dude. He's too dangerous. We don't don't, want him. We don't want him back. We'll take just one guy. Yeah. I don't know what the deal was there, but yeah, it turned out to be a one-for-one swap. However, even though it's a one-person-for-one-person swap, don't necessarily agree that it was equal. You have a international arms dealer slash terrorists who was spending 25 years in federal prison here in the United States swapped for a person who had a little bit of leftover hashish oil in a pipe she was carrying in, in yeah. Russia. Not not exactly what you would call an equal swap, but like I said, if if you are a family member or a friend of Brittany Kreiner, you are extremely happy with uh, more, this more than likely yeah. prisoner swap because uh, she gets to come home. Dow uh, futures are up 128 points uh, ahead of the opening here in about 22 minutes. We'll talk with Jeremiah Bates on the way in about 20 minutes. Told you about uh, update on what's going on with the uh, murder case in uh, Moscow. You heard there at the uh, top of the hour, once again, um, in case I just you, you had missed that story, Moscow Police Department are seeking the public's help to speak with the occupant or occupants of a vehicle that was close to the King Road residence where the four University of Idaho students were killed on November 13th. Police say the occupants could have information related to the homicides. Detectives said that they want to speak with a person driving a white 2011 through 2013 Hyundai Elantra. And if there are passengers, they want to also speak to them. They don't have the license plate of the vehicle. Police department said it has received several tips to believe a white Hyundai Elantra was close to the King Road residence in the early morning hours of November 13th. Today, Kaylee Goncalves, Madison uh, Mogan, Ethan Chapin, and uh, Zana Cronaudel were found dead in the off-campus rental house. Mm -hmm. If you know or own a vehicle matching the description or know of anyone who may have been driving this vehicle on the days preceding or the day of the murders, please forward that information to the tip line and to contact the Moscow Police Department's tip line. That's 208-883-7180. You can also email tipline at ci.mosco.id.us or visit fbi.gov forward slash Moscow, Idaho. As law enforcement resources rotate nearing uh, four weeks since the four University of Idaho students were stabbed to death, um, the 
investigation still remains firmly in the hands of the Moscow Police Department. Since November 13th, Moscow's department, presently with 31 sworn officers, has started to shift its priorities, as you would expect as the investigation goes on. Uh, Of them, 29 members of various ranks. So keep in mind, there are 31 sworn officers, 29 of various ranks, including four detectives and 24 patrol officers, plus five of its 10 support staff, were committed to the case. That same afternoon, a call was quickly made to the Idaho State Police and FBI to request assistance. 44 FBI investigators and agents were assigned, as were about 36 Idaho State Patrol members, plus its mobile crime scene team and forensic services. So in all, over the last um, almost four weeks, there have been over 110 police officers who were a part of this case and investigating in some way, shape, or form. I knew there was going to be a lot of people. I had no idea that there was over 100 officers for the last four weeks who were uh, in Moscow. Late last week as the investigation transitioned to a more analytic phase of the case, patrol officers um, in Moscow have started to return to more of their regular duties, as you would expect, because... You have 31 officers, 29 right. of them were investigating one murder, so there was a, well, a lot of stuff that was, or four, well, one murder case. Um, there was a, two officers covering, covering every other thing that officers would normally cover in Moscow. Today, the Moscow police forces assigned resources entail six detectives with five support staffers. Now, that doesn't mean that that's the only, so they've got 11 Moscow police employees who are part of this, but they are also backed by 48 FBI agents still in Moscow and across the U.S. and at least 30 ISP members plus the forensic unit. So you still have a massive amount of resources who are still investigating this. Hmm. Private firm is now tasked with the uh, duty of some of the different elements of the case, allowing local police departments patrol officers to return to some of their normal duties. It also marks the first time since the killings that federal investigators outnumber those of local and state police forces in Moscow. Someday we're going to hear all the details about this, but I fear it'll be on, you know, uh, what's the dateline? Yeah. Dateline NBC at some point. I have a feeling, um, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, I think the NBC dateline will be here for this case, and Mm -hmm. I think they'll be here also uh, it wouldn't be a surprise to me to see the uh, Michael Vaughn case in Fruitland. And, of course, I really believe they're going to be back after the, or for the... Yeah, because they've already been here. Court case. Four times for yeah, that. for the uh, court case. <laughs> uh, Moscow Police Chief James Fry, 27-year veteran of the department, including the last six years as chief, um, has continued to stress that his department will review every lead and tip and leave no stone unturned in the investigation. Um one thing you forget about the police, and I know it's their job. Fry told uh, Fox News yesterday in an interview, it's like, we don't just go home and are not able to just turn this off. And he 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 nearly broke down as he was talking about that yesterday. He said, it affects all of us, but we have a job to do, and we're going to continue to do that job. Well, there we go. I, I totally get that. I mean, you, you have this... This case, and you have police officers who have probably never see a, seen a murder scene anywhere close to what this murder scene probably was. 
I would imagine this would be something that you don't go home and just go back to your family. Oh, absolutely and not. Go, all right, I'm going to walk in the door. I'll put my, I'll take my clothes, you know, change out of my police clothes. I'm and surprised. Quit forget it, talking about or thinking about I'm it. I'm always surprised when they don't have PTSD. Yeah. The ones who deal with this sort of thing. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Once again, if you want to get through this morning, you can do that. You can email Chris at KBOI.com and Mike at KBOI.com. That is your uh, latest update on what's going on in Moscow. Let's get an update on what's going on in sports. Once again, this morning, Rick Worthington is out. So Chris and I filling in on your sports update. This is brought to you by Pork Belly in CUNA. Delicious food open every day, seven days a week. Homemade sausage made from scratch every single day, in-house smoked pork belly and pulled pork. We're talking this is on the smoker for 11, 12, and 13 hours. It's delicious. You don't believe me? Get in today. Find out for yourself at Pork Belly in CUNA. Boise State is on the roll. Uh, they've now won six games in a row. Coach Leon Rice is looking for ways to keep the Broncos on a winning streak, and they're winning ways plus also trying to find time to get playing time experience for some of his bench players. Coach Leon Rice has been looking for opportunities to get playing time for his bench. Against Eastern Oregon, seven bench players played at least six minutes. I've got guys working hard and, and not getting enough minutes, not getting enough chances. Because some of it is I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I, you see it in practice and stuff, but you just need to get them out and get them some game reps. I mean, we needed that in the worst way. and. The reserves were led by Sada Nganga's 13 points and 6 rebounds, as well as Mo Silla's 12 points. Up next for the Broncos, a road trip to St. Louis Saturday. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. And you can hear all of the basketball action against a uh, pretty good St. Louis Billikens team. This Saturday, Bob Beeler, Abe Jackson will have the call here on News Talk KBOI. KBOI Newstime is 716. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. Well, it looks like good news on the uh, stock front as uh, all the indexes are up here about uh, eight minutes ahead of the opening. Dow is up 115 points. Jeremiah Bates with us to uh, talk about uh, your money today. Uh, I wanted to talk about something because as we come to the end of the year, a lot of people at this time of year, um, whether it's good or not, wait to this time of year to start going, well, how can I save money on my taxes? I've only got two more weeks to do it. Um, and one of those ways is uh, you can give money as gifts at Christmas and write off everything, right? Well, it's not. Well, it depends on who you're gifting to, right? There's some misconceptions around if, if you're an individual and you're going to gift, let's say, cash or an asset like land, stock, or a new car to an individual, what are the tax implications of that? Now, true, if you do gift or don't, uh, let's, let's earmark it as a donation, meaning you actually give to a charitable organization or a 501c3, yes, you are able to offset that deduction or offset that, um, that, that donation against your taxes, which is a good thing, right? So if you're gifting to your, you know, your church, you know, like the Idaho Youth Ranch, things like that, right? Now, what I really want to talk about where there's a lot of misconception is if someone were to actually just gift cash to say a family member or someone they know if you and so we have an annual exclusion limit or an basically an annual amount that you can give to one person where there's nothing you really need to do and that number is set at sixteen thousand dollars in the year 2022 it bumps up to seventeen thousand dollars in 2023 so if you are the person gifting if you do gifts 
more than $16,000 to one person, it doesn't mean that you have to pay a tax. It just means that you have to disclose that gift by filing a gift tax return. Okay. So no tax, no tax bogey for the person that gifts, no tax bogey for the person that receives the gift. Just you as the person giving that gift, you have to file a gift tax return, right? Pretty simple. Now the annual exclusion is, is per recipient. It's not the sum of your total gifts. So for example, Mike, you're, you're a generous fellow. You want to make sure that you reward all the hard work that your fellow radio people are doing for you throughout the year. So let's say you gift me $16,000. You give $16,000 to Nathaniel. You give $16,000 to Chris. And you're going to give $16,000 to Rick. You two, have never, you two have never met, have you? Great. Now, now, I, now I'm homeless. <laughs> so you and, and you could go so on and so forth. You could do that without having to file a gift tax return and then everyone that received that gift would not have to file would not have to do anything nothing to report nothing to do now if you went over that $16,000 amount to any person that's when that gift tax return comes in so uh, that's that's the positive side now the other side of this this is important to know for people out there gifting right now there is a 12 just over a 12 million dollar lifetime gifting exclusion okay so let's say Mike you even want to be more generous to me this year you want to give me fifty thousand dollars okay well you've already exceeded your your annual exclusion of sixteen thousand dollars you take sixteen thousand from fifty that amount comes to thirty four thousand dollars so now your lifetime exclusion of twelve of over twelve million is now reduced by that thirty four thousand so just remember you can gift over sixteen thousand and the two the two downsides to that is you got to file a tax return not that big of a deal you won't have to pay a, you probably won't have to pay a gift tax but it will go against your lifetime exclusion so again the number to remember if you are going to gift someone some say cash or some type of asset in 2022 $16,000 is the mark if you want to avoid filing a gift tax return as the as the person giving the gift the person receiving it, likely nothing. They won't have to do anything as far as reporting it. All right. Or you can just make it easy and don't give anybody anything. Ah, what a Grinch. Where's your, <laughs> where's your holiday spirit? <laughs> All right. We'll get an update on how the stock market is doing here in about an hour, and we'll uh, talk to you again tomorrow morning. Thanks, gents. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Watching the uh, History Channel today, right? Yeah, this whole like three hour special on Adolf Hitler, you know? Here's a question for you. How come you never run into
Bill Burr, he's going to be in town coming up here tonight. Final chance to win your tickets on the way. It's going to be at the Ford Idaho Center. If you would like to go see, he's very, very funny, by the way. Um, somebody pointed out the other day, I'd forgot, he was in Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. I, I pointed yeah. that out. Yeah. Um, because somebody wrote it in a. Uh, <laughs> I completely forgot. Yeah, so he's, he's also done uh, some acting, but he's very funny. We'll have a chance for you to win your tickets coming up here in the 9 o'clock hour. Lock in your speed dial at 208 336 When we tell you to call, which is not now, be in the 9 o'clock hour, um, we'll be looking for caller number six. So get set to win. That's our final pair of tickets to see Bill Burr, t- Bill Burr tonight at the Ford Idaho Center. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Paul Whelan, an ex-U.S. Marine currently being held in Russian prison, was not part of the exchange between the U.S. and Russia that resulted in Brittany Griner's release. President Biden today said Russia is treating Whelan's case differently than Griner's. We never forgot about Brittany. We've not forgotten about Paul Whelan, who's been unjustly detained in Russia for years. This was not a choice of which American to bring home. The president said his administration will continue negotiating in good faith to secure Whelan's release and is not giving up. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. Well, let's give him another prisoner. <laughs> I guess that there is. Let's just unload everybody we don't want. <laughs> And uh, just say we're trading them all for Brittany Griner. I had uh, forgot just how long Griner has been in Russia. Mm-hmm. February 17th, just short of a year that uh, yeah, she She, she missed the uh, the whole WNBA season. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Is she, is she going to try to get back into the WNBA? Probably. I would think. I mean, she has one of the two things you you can't coach or you can't teach. Speed and height. Mm, true. She's got at least one of those. Um, the prisoner that we swapped, by the way, most recently held at a federal prison in Illinois, arrested by a United States Drug Enforcement Agency back in 2008 during a sting operation in Thailand. He was then convicted of planning to kill Americans and sentenced to 25 years in prison, sentence that he began serving 10 years ago. So he's been in prison for 10 years. Like we said, uh, definitely I wouldn't consider this an equal swap. Somebody who was planning to kill Americans, we give back to Russia now, an arms dealer, for somebody who accidentally, granted she broke the law, but had a small amount of hashish, leftover hashish in a a pipe. It was a small crime, but the fact that she just flat out thought she could get away with it in Russia was, was foolish. Yeah. Especially in a country like that. 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you want to get through this morning. Uh, time for a final check on what's going on in sports once again. Um, this update is brought to you by uh, Pork Belly and Cuna, the place to go for lunch. Remember, they're open seven days a week. 
7 a.m. to 2 p.m., the only day this month that they are not open will be Christmas Day. Other than that, they are cooking. Get in for breakfast or lunch today and just find out how good they really are. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, In college football, the CBS Sports 24-7 Sports All-America team was named on Wednesday. Boise State had no players named to the first or second team for the 2022 season. But they are not alone in the uh, Mountain West when it comes to uh, that uh, lack of honor. The Mountain West Conference received no recognition whatsoever. Not a single player uh, made the first or second team All-America. That same organization released their annual list of bowl games ranked from first to worst. There are 41 games that are coming up this season. Ranked dead last is the First Responders Bowl, which features Memphis and Utah State, of course, from the Mountain West. Boise State versus uh, North Texas, the one we would probably be most interested in because Boise State is in it. Uh, The Frisco Bowl is ranked number 36 out of 41. Not great. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Eastern Michigan and San Jose State, is ranked number 30. The Fenway Bowl, held in Boston, is at number 14, and that features uh, Louisville and Cincinnati. It generates some interest simply because Louisville's head coach has resigned to take the head coaching job at Cincinnati. <laughs> so, do we know who he's going to be coaching for uh, for the bowl game? Is he? Is he generally? Generally, coaches don't let you hang on for a bowl game if you've resigned. They you just go. Yeah. And so, I think he's going to be on the Cincinnati sideline. He probably will be. He probably won't in be limbo. on the sidelines for either team. Yeah, he'll be more or less in limbo, which is to say a luxury box. The uh, number one ranked game, the Peach Bowl. Uh, features number one Georgia and number four Ohio State, and runner-up naturally is the Fiesta Bowl, featuring number two Michigan against number three TCU, and the winners of those two games uh, will go to the national championship. KBOI News Time seven forty-seven. Download the six seventy KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.53 on the way for you still. We have those Bill Burr tickets. That'll be coming up in the 9 o'clock hour here in about uh, 45 minutes or so. Congressman Russ Fulcher will be on with us. A couple of bills we're going to be asking him about. Number one, uh, one that we talked about yesterday uh, in uh, Democrats' House uh, bill to push to let illegal immigrant, immigrant veterans gain citizenship here in the uh, United States. Serve in the military, get citizenship, don't pass go, don't yeah, which, collect $200. Which we, I guess, thought, we both thought that was kind of reasonable. Yeah. Because it, it's it's like you've come to this country and you've done something to actually earn citizenship. That, I've actually said in the past before that I thought that this would be a great way to earn citizenship. Um, either that or volunteering for four years, Peace Corps, something like that to you know prove you're going to be a useful part. Yeah of the United States. The other uh, one, military COVID-19 vaccine mandate, has been repealed in a defense bill compromise. We'll talk about that. So um, that was a big story over the past year about uh, military members had up until certain dates, each military uh, branch um, required people who were in the military to either get their COVID vaccines and booster shots or they would be dismissed. And it happened. Over 8,000 military uh, members were dismissed because they refused to get the COVID vaccine. Um, If you refused to get the COVID vaccine, you weren't allowed to join the military. So Mm -hmm. that looks like that could be going away. So we'll talk about that with uh, Congressman Russ Fulcher on the way in about 45 minutes. Um, You've seen sword swallowers before, right? Uh, I've never seen one in person, but of course I've seen them on television. Did you 
ever wonder if they're actually doing it, if there was a trick sword sword that was going down, you know, and, and not actually going down? From what I those? understand, some of them actually just figured out how to do it. Legendary sword swallower, his name is uh, Scott Nelson. Um, he lives in San Diego, had to be hospitalized this week after an awful accident during his show that involved multiple sword blades. Here's... <laughs> or did he, Nathaniel's, did he, did he, Nathaniel's covering his face. Did he sneeze in the middle or something? Was there an earthquake or what happened? Uh, apparently he moved. Oh. Um, here's Scott Nelson talking about what went wrong during his act that caused his uh, horrible injuries. I swallowed five swords at once. But what had happened is I let go of the bunch too soon and they scissored out inside of me, which means some of the blades went in different directions. So apparently, um, I always thought that those were fake and, you know, trick trick swords. At least not sharp. Um, But apparently, um, he is recovering. Um, But he did have some pretty serious injuries. Um, He's doing much better. Um, He has not said whether or not he's going to take up sword swallowing in his act when he comes back, though. I mean, can you imagine meeting a doctor? Like, how'd you get these injuries? Uh, Well, I tried to swallow five swords at once. Oh, okay. I'm not treating this guy. Somebody want to call Bellevue. We need a mental yeah, yeah. Uh, health hold here. Get, get me somebody with some self-preservation skills. <laughs> 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, email us, chris at kby.com, mike at kby.com, and you can also get through by uh, texting us. That's the same as our main number, 208-336-3700. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk. KBOI. 7.58. On the way in just about 20 minutes from right now, we have a chance for you to pick up a $50 gift certificate to Pork Belly in CUNA. Never been there? Time for you to get out and try it. Um, They have great homemade daily items that they make from scratch, like homemade Marionberry cream cheese, for example. Um, They've got homemade sausage gravy. They taste like the former Washington, D.C. mayor. In-house smoked pork belly and pulled pork. Now, this has been on the smoker when they do this for 11, 12, 13 hours. It is delicious. They uh, also do fresh shredded hash browns. This isn't the frozen stuff. Handmade sausage patties. These are just some of the things that you can get for breakfast every single day. And with $50 gift certificate, if you're able to win that, um, you'll be able to get a lot of uh, food out of that. Our question today, there are 38,864 golf courses in the world. The U.S. has the most golf courses of any country. We're questioning which country has the second most If you know the answer, stick around. 20 minutes, you'll be able to answer and win that $50 gift certificate to Pork Belly in CUNA. Get 670KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Oh, stock market's rolling this morning. 275 points up on the Dow. All the indexes uh, currently are up, standing poor. Up uh, 3,526 on the NASDAQ. So good news for those of you who have 401ks, IRAs, or if you just invested in 
the stock market after a few days of uh, seeing down. It looks like we're getting some of that claw back anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a story we told you we were going to talk about yesterday and just ran out of time. Didn't get a chance to get to it. Uh, we were starting to get in a bunch of phone numbers e- or phone calls and emails yesterday. Uh, Boise City Council members on Tuesday, you remember earlier this week on Monday, we told you that they were going to be meeting on Tuesday to debate uh, pros and cons of a potential ordinance to cap rental late fees. They had that meeting on Tuesday. However, it doesn't appear uh, that they came to any conclusions. Many council members said that they wanted the state to take action instead of the city to take action. Of course, that'd be much easier because you yeah. don't get criticized oh, if the state does And the it. legislature can just do it. Yeah. Or not. Uh, it, well, that's the other part. Of it, yeah. <laughs> In Boise, an influx of new residents uh, without enough housing to keep up with demand push rents and home prices higher. Renters are under tremendous stress as rents increase, and there are few housing options. That's a quote from Lisa Sanchez, city council member. We do have folks in our community who do prey upon our renters and some unscrupulous owners and managers to try to make waters worse by charging these excessive fees. What I would like to know, if I mean, if we have folks that are preying on renters, unscrupulous owners, what's, what's the number? Is it 50%? Is this a problem? Is it 1%, less than 1%? She didn't have an answer to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sanchez went on to say storage units have a cap on their late fees. People can only be charged $20 or 20% of monthly rent, whichever is greater, according to Idaho Code. Homeowners, she said, uh, borrowers can also be charged only 5% of their payment or $15, whichever is greater. As it stands now, she says renters are left out. One percent of their monthly rent, or a hundred bucks, whichever is greater. Five percent, or five percent. Yeah. So, okay. I'm trying to think. So, like five percent. Five percent of their payment, or fifteen dollars, whichever is greater. Oh, okay. I see. Um. However, <sighs> here's the thing: if you're if you're a homeowner. You've got a vested interest. If you don't make your payment, they take your home. Yeah. And they take any money that you paid for your down payment out. There's actually, you have skin in the game. If you're a renter and you just decide to either, you know, be a squatter, it's like, I'm not going to pay my rent until they officially can kick me out. Because you can't officially, you have to go through a process to get a renter kicked out of your home. Well, that's true, yeah. If they just stop paying rent, they could be there for months and you're losing all that money while you're still having to pay for all of your fees. If there's any damages done. Um, Did you ever see that movie with uh, Michael Keaton where he was the bad guy and he moves into an apartment? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, there's a perfect example. And, and then they can't get rid of him, yeah. uh, even though he never had permission to move in in the first place. They actually um, ended up going to jail over trying to get rid of him. Yeah. And this is something that he did. Because he took advantage, he went to different areas and took advantage of rental um, laws that were in the favor of renters, and ended up he ended up owning the buildings by the time they were done because he had sued the people. Uh, Sanchez proposed restricting rental late fees to a one-time amount of five percent of the rent or fifty dollars, which is ever greater. So if you if you you only get charged once, you could be late over and over and over again. Pacific right? Heights—that's the name of the movie. That's it. It was a pretty good movie. Here, here's here's the thing, and I and I get if if there is an unscrupulous person that you have, say you're paying fifteen hundred dollars a month, and you have a late fee that they charge you fifteen hundred dollars late fee. 
Which is a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that 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 is ridiculous. But here are two things. Number one, you sign for that apartment a contract, knowing full well going in that if you're late, you get charged that fifteen hundred dollar fee. It's not a surprise. They don't. Oh, you're late. Guess what? We're going to charge you a thousand dollars. We're going to charge you two hundred dollars. Whatever it is, yeah. that it's not a surprise. You sign. It's a contract between you. How many times have you heard that and argument? The owner. This isn't fair, but you signed it. You signed it. But it's not fair. But you signed it. <laughs> if you don't like it, don't live there. Here's the other. Here's the other part that I don't think a lot of people. And it's surprising to me that the uh, city government especially Lisa Sanchez isn't thinking about this because Lisa Sanchez has been one of those people that have been uh, against short-term rentals. She wants to do away with short-term rentals or, you know, charging exorbitant fees or having them to go through an extensive process uh, to become a short-term rental because she blames, and the mayor also blames short-term rentals on the cost of long-term rentals. You have just made it, given another reason why somebody has say, uh, a house, and they want to use that as a rental, if this goes through, you have just given another reason why somebody would want a short-term rental over a long-term rental. Because this would only affect long-term rentals. Right. It doesn't affect short-term rentals because when you check into an Airbnb, oh, short, what, you're putting your credit card down. Yeah, short-term rentals, you're, you're kind of paying in advance. You're paying in advance. So you're, and you know, you, it's not like you can squat in a short-term rental and live there as long as you want because they have your credit card and they just keep charging your credit card if you don't <laughs> end up going out. That's why so many people now I suppose end you up could doing short-term your rentals. Credit card, I, you know, I guess. Um. That would be then considered theft and fraud. Yes, on it would. top, yeah, on, on top of everything. Um, so if you're wondering, if you're against short-term rentals and you want to see less short-term rentals, if you pass this law, in my opinion, you have just given more reasons for people who own these properties to do short-term rentals instead of long-term rentals because the laws favor them more as a short-term rental and can make more money and in in possibility lose less money when it comes to uh, a renter that's the way i think about it. i yeah. you may have a different opinion 208 336 pound 670 on your verizon wireless uh, but it did not pass um the uh council said that they're going to wait and see if the legislature takes this up in january they would like the legislature to come up with laws i just don't see the legislature putting a cap because it's controlled by republicans and, and this is more government Who are- generally uh, favorable to business owners yeah uh and, and and for the government keeping out of business owners yeah. business being able to do business as they see fit so they're going to wait for the legislature they said then if the legislature doesn't some do something it may come back to the city of boise you want to weigh in with your thoughts uh email us mike at kboi.com chris at kboi.com uh coming up here next got a chance for you to pick up a 50 dollars gift certificate to pork belly and cuna with a casper and chris damn near impossible question we'll get to that right after bronco sports today ben shapiro this afternoon at one now back to mike casper and chris walton this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. It's brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, 208-888-4128. And today, Bill is going to get first crack at our question. There are 38,864 golf courses in the world. The U.S. has the most golf courses of any country um, at around 17,000, which, by the way, is about 15,000 short, in my opinion. Um, (laughs) Our question today is, who has the second most of any country in the world? 
I believe it's Japan. Japan is it. Yes, congratulations. Very close, by the way. Japan and Canada, each very close to the same yeah. number. Canada, where the Canadians live? Yeah, yeah. where the Canadians live. Uh, congratulations. $50 pork belly gift certificate uh, going to you in CUNY. Have you ever been to pork belly? Yes, I have. It's so good, I isn't it? I live in CUNY. Yeah. Uh, well, you get to go back again, and this time you get to live at uh, Pork Belly for a few hours and uh, enjoy a meal. Hold on the line. We'll get some information from you. Still a chance for you to pick up your Pork Belly gifts to begin one more day coming up here tomorrow morning. Uh, by the way, um, just it is so incredibly expensive to golf in Japan, even though they have the second most. They're way, way, way behind the U.S. Like, what, are, what are greens fees? The... Uh, this will give you an example of right. how expensive. I mean, they vary. Um, but I was uh, on vacation in Hawaii. A friend and I were playing golf, and there were a couple people from Japan. And we were asking, are they there on vacation? And they said, no, they were just in for the day. I said, you came they from... They flew to Hawaii for a day? Uh, for one day. And um, I said, yeah, we're just here for the day to play golf. And it's like, don't you have golf courses in Japan? And it says, it's cheaper to fly to Hawaii... And play golf in Hawaii, which, by the way, is pretty expensive to play golf in Hawaii than it is to play golf in Japan. Holy Toledo. Isn't that crazy? So even though they have the second most golf courses, apparently it is ridiculously expensive to play. If you have a yen to play golf, you need to wait till you have a million of them? Okay, go to your room and spank yourself. sorry. 826. (laughs) We'll take a break. Don't forget, we're not done with the winning here this morning. Uh, Another chance for you to pick up Bill Burr tickets. He's going to be in town tonight. Stand-up comedian Bill Burr at the Ford Idaho Center. That's coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. News is next, and we're due to talk with Congressman Russ Fulcher, as long as he's not called in uh, for a vote anytime here soon. But we're due to talk to Congressman Russ Fulcher on the way after news at the bottom of the hour. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 839, uh, we were due to talk with uh, Congressman Russ Fulcher right now. However, uh, just moments ago, he got uh, called in for a House vote. So he's got to go in, cast his vote. He's uh, going apparently, to uh, join us a little bit late. Apparently, decorum states that when you are on the floor of the House of Representatives and voting on a bill, that uh, you don't be on your cell phone being interviewed by a radio show in Boise, Idaho. Well, I mean, you got to consider what's more important there. I mean, talking well, to us. I know, I know what's you know, more important. Listeners, than, that's more important. I was going to say, I know what's more important to me. Can't he do a proxy vote? Don't they have proxy votes? I, th- well. Republicans aren't in favor of proxy votes, from what I understand. So maybe it's, you know, it's maybe it's a symbolic thing with him. And Congressman Fulcher has specifically said numerous times over the years um, that he is against uh, proxy voting that yeah. uh, actually Demi- Democrats have done. Actually, I, I mean, you know, t- to know that your representative is showing up and voting on something um, is kind of comforting, really. Yeah. Considering how many states have representatives that just skip them. Well, and especially with with COVID, and I'm guessing, I'm just guessing because, you know, Congressman Fulcher, who we talked to from time to time, you know, spent wants to spend his time doing the job that he was elected to do and paid to do when he goes, you know, to Congress. I don't think that if you're one of those people that, you know, ended up staying home, you know, for months and months and didn't show up at Congress in Washington, D.C. to do your job, you were doing it over Zoom, I'm guessing that's not something you're going to be sharing with your constituents right it's like hey i've been well, working from home how great is this might as well come clean with whatever you're doing if you're ah! a congressman <laughs> but 
you know, now that I say that, I, I realize that <laughs> that isn't exactly put into practice much. <laughs> A um, couple of things we will be asking about uh, a, a couple of bills um, that this week introduced into the House and, and passed. One of them passed um, the uh, bill to let illegal immigrant veterans gain citizenship. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a little bit about that yesterday, um, but that bill passed on uh, Tuesday through the House. It did have some Republican support. Um, but there were a lot of Republicans who voted against it. A lot of uh, what I've been able to see as far as voting against it from the Republican standpoint was that there were a bunch of amendments that they wanted to add specifically to the bill. This wasn't sideboard amendments, you know, that that says you get free car washes if you sign this bill, Something, you know, just making that up. They specifically had wanted amendments that would disallow illegals from either... Entering the military or after they've left the military, ask for citizenship if they've been convicted of crimes, drug trafficking, human trafficking, things like that. Um, And apparently there's nothing in that bill that because those were all voted down in the uh, committee before the bill was voted on. Some of those guys would say, well, yeah, I was involved in human trafficking, but not as an organizer. Um, Frank writes in this morning, uh, email Mike at KBOI.com. Good morning. Earlier this morning, you guys were mentioning, mentioning the idea of illegal immigrants becoming U.S. citizens by joining the U.S. military. Illegal immigrants are not allowed to join the U.S. military. Legal immigrants are allowed. I, that's what I thought, too, but apparently that's not the case. <laughs> um, this bill specifically talks about illegal veterans who have been deported from the country after they have served in the military. The bill also uh, talks about allowing illegals who are in the military. Right now, if you're an illegal in the military, you're not allowed to ask for citizenship until you've served at least one year in the military. Um, Part of this bill is asking, uh, you're able to ask now on day one. You enter the military, you go to boot camp, wherever you're going to do your training, and apparently, according to this bill, you're able to ask for citizenship on day number one. Yeah. Because you're right. I I thought that same thing. I, I thought if you were illegal, there was, you know, mm-hmm. no way that you would be allowed to be in the well, I think, uh, military. The, the average person probably assumes that if you're an illegal alien, you can't, uh, you know, attend public school, you can't get a, a driver's license, you can't serve in the military. And one by one, we find out that, oh, well, sure, a lot of people can do those things. Um, 208-336-3700, pound 670 uh, on your Verizon wireless. Just uh, getting updates from the uh, congressman said he's uh, going to be in between uh, votes here soon. Um, so um, he probably will call yeah. at least until the next vote. We'll grab him for five minutes yeah. whenever we can. We'll try and get him because there are a couple things that uh, we do want to talk about here uh, this morning. The other uh, bill is the uh, military uh, bill, spending bill. Um, the House um, passed earlier this week. Uh, compromise defense authorization bill. Uh, a budget uh, would boost military um, pay by uh, 8%. People in the military, I'm sorry, 4.6% pay raise for troops that would start next month. Um, the big part of this uh, bill, however, is the COVID-19 vaccine mandate repeal in the defense bill. Russ Fulcher, uh, Congressman Russ Fulcher with us this morning. You're in between votes? We are. In fact, if you hear me uh, huffing and puffing, that's because I'm 
I'm uh, huffing it between votes here, so uh, good to talk to you. What was the, the, the vote you just completed? What was that about? Well, we just finished up a, a, a committee hearing in natural resources, on some natural resource bills. So this is the first vote of the day, and this, this has to do with, with uh, a rules amendment on the NDAA vote, which will be a, a little bit later today. So that's, that's the big... Uh, Defense appropriations bill that comes around once every year or so. Right. Funds our, our military as a primary purpose. You you sound like you may have rushed out uh, to go into the bathroom. There is. Uh... <laughs> well, there's there's, uh, there's, there's uh, no bathroom stop. But, uh, when it's vote time, that just means you got to get there. <laughs> Um, Congressman, I wanted to ask you about uh, a bill that went through uh, earlier this week, um, the bill pushing to let illegal immigrants and veterans gain citizenship. Can you tell us a little bit about that? First of all, did you vote for it? And uh, if, uh, if they're military veterans, military yeah. veterans, if you didn't, uh, what were the problems that you saw with the bill? Because my, my guess is you didn't vote for this. Well, uh, if, if it's the one that I, I think you're talking about is, is no, there's just not a the biggest problem that a lot of us have is that the, there is no policy and the, uh, the current laws are just simply not being adhered to. And a lot of people talk about uh, the, the border security issue and what is really at the root of it. The root of it isn't because we don't have laws, that we don't have uh, the regulations in place. The root of the problem with the border and all of these these uh, asylum requests and whatnot is the fact that we simply are not adhering to the laws that we already have. And so that's the problem that I've got, uh, Mike and Chris, is that we, we just simply aren't following our own laws. That's, that's where we need to start and where we need to go back to. Brittany uh, Griner was released from custody in Russia this morning because of a, a prisoner swap. Is that something that uh, you congressmen knew about in advance? We did not. Um, there's, a, there's another one, I understand, that has been there for quite a while that is also up for the, a similar type of negotiation. But no, we did not know about that. And that's, that's not unusual. That usually happens you know, behind closed doors, and he kind of has to with with negotiations on those types of things but at least we've got uh, we've got one coming back and, and hopefully we'll get uh, another one here soon congressman we need to uh, take a break here are you good to uh, hang with us for a few more minutes or do you need to go back in for a vote i can and and uh, i'll catch my breath in the meantime okay all right we'll take a quick break here more with congressman russ fulcher on the way Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Congressman Russ Vulture uh, with us this morning in between uh, votes, actually doing his job. Thank you for uh, taking a couple of minutes with us. Congressman, I wanted to ask you uh, about... House and Senate lawmakers Tuesday night unveiling plans for a compromise defense authorization bill that would give uh, pay raise for troops starting next month. But the biggest news uh, of all in this thing um, comes the rescinding of the military's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Yeah, that's a huge part of it. And uh, and that's going to be a difference maker for a lot of people. So far, we've not got 
a uh, the concession where people who did get released as a function of getting that mandate to be reconsidered. However, it looks like there's some leniency that local uh, people in charge, the TAG, for example, in Idaho's National Guard, should have some leniency to reconsider people that have been released. So our office is working on that, too. But that's a big move, and frankly, I think one that is, is overdue and coming. Congress has been working on codifying same-sex marriage and also apparently interracial marriage, uh, which I thought that happened a long time ago. But uh, is that something that you think the uh, U.S. should be working on, or should that be up to states? No, it's a state thing, in my opinion, and it's already, as you mentioned, in federal law. This puts it in federal code, which will, of course, conflict with what various states have. But on that note... I'm a sponsor of a religious freedom amendment on that, that it puts in, it would put in place a uh, prevention of discriminatory action against uh, people, could be churches, could be Christian schools, whatnot, who have a religious beliefs that it's either one man or one woman, or uh, individuals is recognized by federal law, which would include what we have right now. It's just one of those things where, hey, we don't want to, we don't want to go generate a bunch of lawsuits against churches and Christian schools and whatnot. So that amendment is is uh, being considered as we speak. Congressman, we've got about a minute here. I-, I was wondering if you could explain to us a must-pass bill, because it, it sounds self-explanatory, but earlier this week um, there was a threat that some congressmen would not vote to pass the must-pass bill. Right. A must-pass bill is something like the NDAA with uh, funds our military. We've got to have a military. I mean, that's just hard stop. First and foremost, the responsibility of the federal government is the safety of our citizens, and the military is a key component to doing that. So we've got to get them a funding. Here's where it gets dicey. Things uh, get thrown into that bill that have nothing to do with military funding, and that's because it is a must-pass bill, and somehow, some way, we've got to get to those votes. That's contrary to what I think good government governance is and why every single year the first bill I release is a single-subject bill. It has not been considered by the current speaker, but if that were to pass, it would, it would eliminate the ability to throw these different subject matters and earmarks and whatnot into things like the NDAA bill. But we have to have funding for military. Congressman, I know you've had a very busy morning this morning. I know you got another vote you're having to get to here in a few minutes, but I did want to say thank you very much for taking a little bit of time with us. We don't talk to you before the holidays. Hope you and your family have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I appreciate you guys. Take care. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Want to uh, get involved in the show? Please feel free. Your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 906, good morning. Thanks for listening in to News Talk KBOI, 93.1 FM, 670 AM. Plus, uh, across various platforms, iHeartRadio app, Apple Play, or Google Play, you've got uh, Apple, you've got Alexa, so many different ways that you can listen. We just appreciate that you are listening. Remember, you can always uh, be a part of the show uh, by calling us up. Phone lines are open at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Those are also good numbers to know because sometime here within the next 45 minutes, we will be giving away a pair of tickets. This is our final pair of tickets to uh, Bill Burr, stand-up comedian. It's going to be in town, one of the uh, top touring comedians in the nation 
um, brings his stadium show here to the Ford Idaho Center coming up tonight. We have one final pair of tickets. Somebody's going to win that. So when you hear your cue to call, not now, when you hear your cue to call later, uh, be caller number six and you'll pick up those final pair of tickets this morning. Uh, emails uh, coming in to uh, get to. Mike and Chris, uh, this is from Jim, says, uh, more than a few media commentators predicted that Brittany Griner would be released after the midterm elections since her release before November 8th would have boosted President Biden and Democrats in general. After Trump's presidency, it's clear that the Russians prefer Republicans at the helm here. I don't um, know if it's clear or not, but okay. It uh, it still is going to boost uh, President Biden, I think, a yeah. bit. Uh, I mean, he's the one that was responsible for, yeah. you know, the negotiations, um, you know, the, the the prisoner swap that is going on. And, and by the way, in case you're just tuning in, this is breaking news early this morning, right when we were going on the air. Brittany Griner has been released from the Russian penal um, colony that she was being held in. Been there since February 17th or been in jail or prison in, since February 17th. And uh, it was a prisoner swap, one-for-one prisoner swap, uh, Brittany Griner, for um, a man who has spent 10 of 25 years that he was sentenced to in a U.S. prison um, because of his plans to uh, kill U.S. citizens. He's also a Russian arms dealer, and that's who we traded for uh, Brittany Griner. We didn't get a first-round draft pick, uh, no no future considerations. It's just a straight-across trade. Um, And... I, I'm used to this uh, because I'm a Seattle Mariner fan. Um, I think we got screwed on this trade. Mm. This one's not signed. It says, is common law marriage included in the law? Uh, I, I think they're, they're talking about uh, codifying various uh, kinds of marriage. It's not. And uh, the reason I know it's not, Idaho uh, stopped recognizing common law marriage 26 years ago. Mm-hmm. And we haven't started again yet. So if if you have a if you have what you consider to be a, a common law marriage and you've lived in Idaho the whole time but your but your relationship started uh, 1996 or after you don't have a common law marriage. Now if you have a common law marriage what you consider before that is it still recognized? Yeah, before that it is recognized. So it is, you even though common law marriage or not but, but they had a cutoff date. Right, okay. Uh Curtis writes in Mike at kboi.com uh this whole uh Brittany Griner thing just reinforces my beliefs on how this administration is anti-white man, pro-black and gay by this prisoner release. I'm sure that they were pressured by the gay and black communities that they would lose votes if they didn't get her out of there real quick. But yet they leave a guy who's been there four years, uh, left him behind. It's just disgusting. Well, they're negotiating for him, too. Apparently. They say, yeah, they say they're still negotiating. I. It It is interesting, you know, if somebody has been there for a much longer time and maybe... We don't know the negotiations going on here. Maybe, maybe Russia said, no, we're not, we're not going to give up this guy that you want who's been here longer than Brittany Griner has. That's a completely different thing. That was a much more serious crime. If you want a prisoner exchange, we'll swap that arms dealer for Brittany Griner. That's it. So it might not have been, had anything to do with wanting to get him out because President Biden in the address that we listened to earlier this morning said that that is a priority still trying to work out negotiations to get um, him back to the United States. I don't know if that's going to include another prisoner exchange um, or what you, you got to keep in mind, United States and Russia currently don't have the best relationship as of right now. Mm. So it's kind of surprising yeah, to my way of thinking that this even got done at all. People have been calling this, you know, 
Cold War II. Supposedly, the first Cold War ended about 1991 uh, because of changes that happened from 89 to 91 in the uh, the Eastern Bloc and in, in the USSR. It, it dissolved, obviously. So the Cold War supposedly was over, and apparently it's been revived. And uh, a, a large number of people say the, the guy who wanted it revived was Vladimir Putin, period. Uh, Robert writes in, this was uh, on the subject of uh, talking about capping rental um, late fees here in uh, the city of Boise. The city council this week met to uh, discuss possibly doing that was tabled at a meeting on Wednesday um, because they want the state see if the state's going to do something about that in the upcoming legislature. Uh, Robert writes in, Hey, Mike, listening to you guys, and I never agree with Lisa Sanchez, except this one time. I understand the argument of just don't live there, which sounds easy, but the reality is even out in Caldwell and Napa, the availability of housing is several months out, and on top of that, rental applications can cost 40 to $100 or more just to see if you can live there. As someone who did move from Florida, I shouldn't be having to pay more a month for a smaller place than when I paid to live near the beach. I don't believe it's the everyday property manager in the valley renting out a house or two, but the three companies based in L.A. that own 90% of the townhomes, apartments, homes, etc. in the valley that are predatory companies towards tenants. $150 a day if you are late. I love Idaho for the freedoms that I can enjoy, but someone needs to step in and break up the disgusting practices that some of these property managers are using. The... um the attitude that, that you can just live anywhere. I mean, it's it's true. It's the United States. You are free to live anywhere you want to in the U.S. However, uh, most renters, before they rent something, some obviously just rent something quickly, but most renters you know, check out what they can afford, you know, what the location is, what they need, and you know what they uh, what they want and what they need, uh, and figure out you know what kind of agreement they have to uh, to to sign. It, in other words, they don't, they don't have a lot of choices mm-hmm. compared to what people think they do. And you know, like you you don't narrow it down to like, well, I've narrowed it down to twenty apartments. Yeah, and and, and now more than ever over the last um, you know three years, because of the number of people that have been moving to Idaho, it's you know been one of the top places uh, for people out of state to be moving to. And here in the Treasure Valley, like the, the city of Boise, for example, even people from inside Idaho are moving to Ada County more than any place else in the state. So mm. I, I get it to be a problem that that you're not having enough places that are affordable for some people. Um, however, that, that, that whole thing that I, I guess I don't understand the thinking of, well, this is the place I can afford, so I'm going to sign this contract anyway, knowing full well that if I miss a payment i'm going to have to pay 150 dollars if i miss my payment well that, you're, you're basically gambling that you won't yeah um and then being upset because a contract you sign doesn't seem fair after you've signed it to me it's just it, it seems ridiculous although like like we said earlier when you think about it uh when people are complaining about something that's in a contract that they've already signed. Uh, that's almost like 90% of all contracts. Somebody complains after the fact. Yeah. Uh, usually because, and I mean, I, I'll admit it, um, on some things uh, I'm guilty of. I mean, I, I don't. it's not necessarily a, a contract or, you know, but if you're on 
going through something and you're signing up for something um, through the internet. And there's pages and pages, and it asks if you um, read it, do you agree to it? Mm-hmm. How often do our people reading that? So, you know, you're not going to probably complain until you found out, oh, crap, I signed this. However, when it comes to a house or a place or a car, um, you know, to drive or live in, uh, those things I do read. because Years ago, there was a South Park episode where, uh, you know, the character Kyle, uh, all of a sudden, or Stan, one of the guys. Anyway, uh, for whatever reason, the uh, computer company or the software company, whatever, showed up and took possession of him. Like, they kidnapped him. But it, it turned out that was okay because he had signed the agreement saying that they could. And he went around saying, well, who reads those? And it turned out every one of his friends, every one of his friends had read every word of their, except for of their agreement except for him. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, we will take a, a break here when we come back. The... Uh, Idaho legislature could have a couple of new bills to uh, weigh um, when it comes to the new session coming up in January. Um, One of those bills being presented to the Idaho legislature could lower sales tax here in the state of Idaho from 6% to 4% and still be able to raise more than $1 billion a year for schools. Now, if you're hearing that, headline right there, you're going, oh, that's awesome. Lowering is great. I'm trying to figure out who would hate that idea. Um, when you find out where the money is coming from, because nothing is ever free, right? Mm-hmm. Everything, if you're gonna, if you're gonna get rid of money one place, it's gotta come from someplace else. So I wanna get your thoughts on if this is a good thing in exchange for lowering the sales tax in the state of Idaho by 2%, but you're gonna start paying sales tax on other things that you currently don't pay. We'll see if you like that coming up next. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 921-208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Once again, if you want to get through this morning, you can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com, and stick around. We still have uh, those tickets coming up, stand-up comedian uh, Bill Burr going to be at the Ford Idaho Center. We'll give those tickets away sometime within the uh, next 20 minutes. Idaho uh, could possibly be lowering its sales tax from 6 to 4% and still generate more than $1 billion a year for schools, including enough to pay off supplemental levies, increase school funding, and address building needs by eliminating a big batch of existing exemptions from sales tax. However, the downside. Well, that's the proposal from Toads. They really need a See, better they, they PR to, person. They need to ask humans what uh, they think. Toads stands for Totally Optimistic Advocates Dedicated to Students, group led by retired top Idaho school officials, former Idaho Supreme Court Justice Bob Huntley. Toads has drafted two bills and will present them to the legislature um, and their school construction funding working group when it meets at the state capitol later today. Fact is, is according to their statement, sales tax only had 17 exemptions when we enacted it said Huntley, who is a former state legislator. I was one of the floor sponsors of it back in 1965. There were no special interest exemptions at all. The original exemptions, including the production exemption, were all designed to make it a retail sales tax rather than a value-added tax like they had in Europe where they tax at every level of production, Huntley said. 
But today, Idaho sales tax has a wide array of exemptions for everything from specific businesses and organizations to specific types of transactions. Services. Services. Funeral caskets. Telecommunications equipment. Idaho also exempts services from sales tax, something that Toad's proposal would change saying that government services in Idaho are largely funded by three types of tax, sales, property, and income. But currently, a lot of uh, Idaho's economy isn't subject to sales tax. So services undoubtedly need to come into play and pay their share, Huntley said. Why shouldn't you tax lawyers and barbers? Now, it's easy to to say... perform services. yeah, Yeah, it's easy to say, why shouldn't you tax lawyers and barbers? But there is a large list of people that you would start paying taxes. And don't, I mean, granted, it, it would be the people that are doing the services. Like if you get your haircut, they would start taxing you for that haircut. But they don't, they're not going to pay that. That's a service. You're going to pay. Basically, <laughs> if you, if you owed a lawyer $10,000, you'd actually owe him $10,400. Yeah. Okay. The lawyer isn't going to cut that check. He's going to charge you more. The The hair salon owner um, or the person cutting your hair or doing your hair, if you charge $100, you're, you're going to get charged that 4%. Um, I don't think a lot of people realize um, right now what you would be taxed on that you're currently not taxed on. If you get your car washed, for instance, there's no tax on your car wash. Now you would start to get taxed on your car wash. If you uh, get a uh, engine rebuild or something, you get an oil change. You're not taxed on the specific labor charges of that particular thing for your car servicing. You're You're taxed on the things that they need to purchase if you need say, new uh, oil filter or oil, you're charged on what you're buying. You're not charged on the actual service. They itemize that out for you. Mm. So things like that, yeah, the, the sales tax is, is going to go down 2%. So my question here is, and we're going to open this up to you, is the trade-off worth it? You get 2% less that you're having to pay when you go to the grocery store if you or if you buy uh, a product. goes 6% to 4%. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, it probably is. Yeah. Um, however, every single service that you're currently not taxed upon will start being taxed. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're going to be paying a whole bunch less money. It's just you're going to be paying it to somebody else. Your thoughts. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Like I said, this is going to be brought up uh, to the uh, Idaho legislature. Um, they're going to do it in, in one of the committees that they're talking to um, a little bit later today and then uh, present it to the legislature um, when they get back in session in January. Now, it will have to pass both parts of the uh, House uh, and the Senate in the legislature, and then it will also have to be voted on in a referendum uh, by the entire state. So voters will also have to agree on this if this is going to be passed. Do you want to see it passed? 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Johnny writes in a slightly different, but also about money. Uh, Johnny says, when your boss's income has risen 937% since 1978 and yours has increased by only 5.7%, it's time to stop blaming immigrants for your woes. Look at the real source, trickle-down economics and lawmakers found and bought and controlled by the stingy trickle-downers. 
I think that meant funded and bought and controlled. Possibly. You know, if it's if it's so easy to become a, a business owner, then just do that instead of working for somebody. It's not easy, and they make more money because it's hard. It's hard to do. Yeah, it takes a lot well, of money and, to do it, and they risk a and, lot of money uh, to be as, able to be successful. As business owners know, some make more money. There, and and also as business owners know, some are able to own a Rarely. business. Um, a lot of businesses, as a matter of fact, a majority of business go out of business yeah. within the first five years of going into business. Most of the people I've known who have started businesses were actually unwilling to even think about what they're making per hour now. Yeah. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We will take a break. If you want to email, you can email us also, mike at kboi.com, chris at kboi.com. And in the uh, meantime, since the phone lines are clear right now, going to give you a chance to win your tickets. Final pair of tickets, Bill Burt, tonight. You can go see him, Ford Idaho Center. Caller number six, you're going to get the tickets. Caller six, 208-336-3700. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Idaho could lower its sales tax from 6% to 4% and still generate more than $1 billion more a year for schools, including enough to pay off supplemental levies, increase school funding, and address building needs by eliminating a big batch of the existing exemptions from the sales tax. That's the proposal from TOADS, which stands for Totally Optimistic Advocates Dedicated to Students, a group led by retired top Idaho school officials and former Idaho Supreme Court Justice Bob Huntley. The Idaho Press reports the two bills TOADS has drafted include the big change to the sales tax system, which would only take effect if lawmakers pass it and then voters approve it by a referendum. TOADS has drafted two bills and will present them to the Legislature School Construction Funding Working Group when it meets at the state capitol on Thursday. Remember the committee to re-elect the president back in 1972? Mm-hmm. They called themselves Creep. Yeah. For some reason, Toads reminds me of, of that. Creep. Yeah. <laughs> you would have thought they could have come up with a little bit better acronym. Um, basically, this isn't eliminating or lowering sales tax. I know that's what they call it, but it all it does in this particular instance is it's going to have other sales tax being paid in other the sales tax being paid in other ways yeah things that are currently exempt from tail, sales tax wouldn't be anymore yeah um and, and so our question is are, are you okay with seeing a decrease in your sales tax on everything that you purchase going from six percent to four percent so you get a two percent cut so you go you go to you know the the store and you buy a hundred dollars worth of groceries it'll cost you two dollars less for instance but the flip side of that is is now for all services, you're going to be paying 4% on all those services. For instance, car washes. You get your hair and nails done. There will be 4% sales tax put on that. Uh, massages. Uh, if you have to see a lawyer, there will be 4% on what the lawyer charges you. Real estate agents. For instance, if um, you know a real estate agent sells a house for $400,000, they're going to be paying $480, almost $500 in sales tax. Um, carpenters, you have somebody doing fix-it stuff around your house. Um, they're going to charge you 4% more because they're going to have to pay that 4% sales tax. Tax Landscaping companies, if you have a, a, a young man who mows your lawn and you pay him you know, $30 a week to mow your lawn, he has to pay sales tax now yeah. on that lawn service that he currently does not have to pay. You have to pay him the sales tax. 
Well, yeah, if he, he, he's deal. either got to pay it or my guess is, like I said, this isn't something that <laughs> I, I know it sounds like and it sounds great because when I first saw it, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm all for all for lowering the sales tax by two percent. There have been a lot of people who have been calling for that for years. It was supposed to be a, you know, a temporary increase. What was that? Twenty some years ago um, to go up to six percent. Yeah, it was it was about 20 years ago or more, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, the original sales tax was supposed to be temporary, 57 yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, and we see how, how that lasted. I personally don't want to see this be redistributed to services. That's my personal opinion. I don't want to start paying sales tax on, on services well, the, 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 just the, so I can see a 2% less the, the funny, sales tax on things that I buy. The funny thing is, I mean, in her report, she said that the amount that the state collects would end up being about the same or very close. So doesn't that mean that the average person would be paying about the same? See, now, and I don't understand how that would work because... Or it, are, there, are there some, you know, groups of people who... Uh, you know, they have a lot more services than, say, the average person. Uh, I don't know. Now, I don't, because it's kind of confusing because of what she said in the report and then the story in the Idaho Statesman said that by lowering this and starting to um, charge on services, that that would generate a $1 billion more billion a year than what we're currently generating for schools. Okay. So I don't know how you generate a billion dollars more. That's with a B. That's a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And at the same time, say, this won't raise taxes on anybody. I, I just don't see how that works. Where Where is that extra $1 billion a year coming from then? I mean, it's a, it, it's a tax that's based on use of something or you know, based on your own behavior. Right. But there are a lot of services that are absolutely necessary. What do you think? Uh, about this. Are, are you in favor? Do you want this to go through? Like I said, this is just in the uh, talking uh, phase as of right now. Uh, they're going to be discussing this at the Idaho legislature a little uh, bit later today. And then, of course, after the legislature gets in session, which happens um, second week in uh, January, this is um, something that will be put forth in front of the uh, legis- legislature. Is there going to be a lot of support for this? I know there's going to be a lot of support because people have talked to us here for the years about wanting to see sales tax go. Um, this is not the priority, in my personal opinion. Still, property taxes is a priority. This, yeah. does, this does nothing for property taxes. Uh, Bruce in Lowman wrote, and he says, the news of Brittany's release really rubs me raw. Here is a woman who broke the law in Russia and is now, at the cost of releasing a very dangerous individual in less than a year, is probably getting a free ride home via the State Department, while my fiancé and I are coming close to entering our third year of bureaucratic prison in our completely legal desire to bring her home to Idaho. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Bruce's fiancé is just in Canada, you know, but still can't get back to Idaho. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, there. I, I know there are people that wanted to see this done, but there are going to be some people that, you know, are not happy with this for a very... Uh, various reasons one of the reasons of course is you just gave up a person who had planned on killing american citizens for someone who had a small amount of hashish in a uh, pipe so you're you're giving up a dangerous arms dealer Mm. and sending them back to russia for somebody not deemed dangerous 
Um, you also Somebody have people was... that are not happy that there's a person who has been spending much more time in a Russian prison than Brittany Griner has, and that person isn't coming home. Somebody who was using uh, a vape THC in order you know, to uh, become less nervous and was used to doing that because it's it's legal to do so where she you know where she lived before yeah uh steven boise on news talk kboi good morning to you well i wish they would just leave the sales tax alone uh you know what generating more income for the state it, it, it just takes it away from the people out here and they have to just raise their prices it's inflationary for one thing you know we've got problems in education but more money hasn't fixed it in 50 years i don't know why any sane person would think that uh, more money is going to help education. I just don't get it. You know, the administration of education has far outpaced the uh, teaching of education. And, and that's kind of the problem we have in the country, that everybody wants to be an administrator and not do the work. I mean, we've outsourced all our work. We still have all these bureaucracies and people uh, living here making buku bucks, but the working man, he's he's out of a job because it got shipped overseas. Uh, we just keep changing and changing. When will we reach contentment? I, I can answer that question. Never. <laughs> yeah. Never? Uh, we've uh, we've never that I always yeah, get. we've never been content. If you're not never mo- will be if content. you're not moving forward, you're standing still. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> And you know what? There's nothing wrong with being in the same place I am. <laughs> hey, you guys have a great sunny day. All right. Snow's coming tonight. It's, it's got, Thank you, Steve. He's got kind of a point there. Yeah. I worked all my life to get to where I am right now, and they keep telling me I have to go someplace else. <laughs> Paul and Nampa, good morning. You're on Newstock KBY. Morning. Well, uh, I, I guess I'm okay with Brittany Griner getting set free. I think the the conditions that she was probably in were pretty harsh, knowing Russia and the gulag system that they had when yeah. Putin was in. But, um, yeah, I think it was a massive slip of, of stupidity on her part to bring that into any other country than the United States. That's just... Yeah, it was not the it was not the smart move. Obviously, President uh, Biden in this morning, um, we played a little clip uh, of him talking about this in the uh, six o'clock hour. Um, did a very good job of uh, saying how stupid with the, that it was without actually saying that how it was stupid. It was, yeah, yeah. Um, but he reminded everybody he, once again, and you know, it probably should go without saying, but obviously not. Everybody who is traveling out of the country, even if you're going to Canada or Mexico should be aware of the rules that are not the same as they are here in the United States so you don't end up in the same situation that Brenton Kreiner was. Right. Exactly. And they, they don't they fail to do that. A lot of them do do that and they don't get in trouble. The ones that don't, you hear about them on the news. Now, as far as her personal uh, affinity for the United States of America, anybody that I feel is always going to kneel when the national anthem is being played is not on my best list shall we say yeah i've got i've got a problem with that i think this is the greatest country on earth we have a lot of picadillos we had a lot of checkered past and the unfortunate is now that it's got to be the worst country it's the way they look at it and the way they they talk about it thank you for the call i don't 
Appreciate it, Paul. Thanks. You know, it reminds me, you know, talking about checking the countries um, and, and the different laws. This was like years ago, like over 25 years ago. Uh, a group of uh, a bunch of guys got together, and I was one. I was invited to go along on this trip, and they did this yearly golf trip to uh, Baja Sur in Mexico, which is you know, just about an hour over the border. Right. So there's like 11 of us, and we fly into San Diego, and then we hire a bus to take us the uh, rest of the way. And there were uh, a few of these people. I think I knew like maybe five or six of the people that were on this trip. The rest of them I didn't know. And there were a few people on this trip that decided to uh, bring some hippie lettuce along with them. Oh, they were smoking on the bus? Well, not on the bus, but they brought it with them. And I'm like, I I thought this was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard of. I go, guys, what are you doing? I go, don't you realize we have to go over the border? And they start laughing, and they go, they don't check us going into Mexico for drugs. They only check people coming out of Mexico for drugs. And we don't plan on having these drugs when we come back into the United States. And that just shows you, I mean, the difference in law, because you're right. If you're going in, there's drug-sniffing dogs that were checking out you know, our bus to make sure that there were no drugs coming back into the country, yeah. but they don't—they don't care if you're bringing it from San Diego into Mexico. That I did was, not know. I didn't know that either. Which I, was I'm just still, crazy. I'm still with your original uh, instinct, which is don't That's, bring it with you. I, I, I thought it was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard of. <sighs> well, considering at that point it was probably illegal on both sides it, of the border. It right? was yeah. illegal on both sides of the border. Yeah. By the way, congratulations, Justin Goff uh, was our final winner of those uh, tickets once again uh, to get a chance to uh, see Bill Burr tonight. Congratulations to everybody. You guys enjoy the show. We'll take a break. One more segment on the way here on News Talk KBY. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 9.51. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. Thanks for uh, listening, being part of the show today, uh, talking about uh, taxes. You want to see a sales tax drop from 6 to 4% in exchange for having to pay on services. Sales tax, uh, 4% sales tax on services. Um, text message in, no new taxes, period. Mm. We have a surplus of taxes with no indication that the surplus will slow or end anytime soon. The 6% rate could be reduced on its own if the legislature would actually do some work. No new taxes. He, he's screaming at me because it's all yeah. in capital letters there. Bruce wrote in, by the way, uh, and uh, I was wrong. His wife isn't in Canada. She's in Liberia, so on the African continent. Tom uh, writes in, with this new tax proposal, we would end up paying more in taxes, not less. I pay $100 for groceries and $6 for taxes. I pay $100 for a haircut and $0 in taxes. With this proposal, my $100 in groceries, I would pay $4 in taxes. And with my $100 haircut, I would now pay $4 in taxes. That's now $8 as opposed to $6. Tom, where are you getting your haircut? Did it cost you, a guy, to get pay $100? I know women. My wife gets her hair done, and you know if she has yeah. hair coloring or whatever like that, um, yeah, it ends up being around 100 bucks. Especially if you get permed or anything like that. But yeah, I see your point. James says, I totally support the bill allowing veteran illegals, residents without citizenship, they do exist, to be given U.S. citizenship. And I also support adding 
the caveat that if they are convicted in human or drug trafficking or any other violent felony for that matter, that their citizenship be revoked. In my opinion, that might be a good idea for U.S.-born citizens as well. I like that. Anyone convicted of human trafficking, child sexual abuse, porn, should automatically lose citizenship protections. That'd be interesting if no matter, you know, even if you were, if, if like, instead of prisons, we just deported everyone. <laughs> Wash our hands. Yeah. It's somebody else's well, problem you've, now. You've, you've committed a felony. We don't have prisons anymore, but you will have to leave the country and you don't get to come back. I would also add to that, by the way, um, if you're kicked out of the military also. So dishonorably discharged, dishonorably discharged you also lose your right. Um, if you're an illegal, your right to citizenship or apply for citizenship if you have de- been dishonorably discharged. Yeah, but if you yeah. serve honor- honor- honorably and are a part of the military, uh, I think you kind of would solve a couple of problems at the same time. Um, no name on this one. Another text message at 208-336-3700. The tax thing is like double dipping because if you're a lawnmowing kid, for example, got 20 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever a week, he's going to pay income tax at on that. And everybody in the service industry, the lawyers and everybody you're talking about, they're also paying income tax. So they're paying income tax and then having to pay another tax on top of it for the work they're doing for you. That's double dipping and that's just plain wrong. And there you go. I, being I agree with you. This is being explained a lot of ways, but in no way that actually makes it sound terrific. Yeah, this is going to be interesting to see how much support there there will be. And this is something we'll follow along because, um, you know, always during the legislative session, Chris and I here at News Talk KBOI, we talk to the lawmakers every Thursday and Friday morning. Um, this will be one of the things that are brought up. And, of course, property tax, we've already heard the governor say that's a priority for him in the upcoming legislator, uh, legislature. We've had legislators say, yes, this is going to be a priority. However, we've heard that in the past, right? <laughs> Uh, some stuff has been done, but apparently not yeah. enough. That's going to be uh, it for us today. Thanks for being a part of the show. Um, coming up tomorrow, it's Friday. That means open phones Friday. Anything you didn't get to talk about today, you'll be able to talk about tomorrow.